Good morning, good morning. God, we give you this day. We rededicate our lives over to you. We give you our hearts, our mind, our soul, spirit, body, every part of us as a creation. That you get all the glory, honor, and all the praise in every area of our lives. We come to you because we know you are who you say you are to us. We pray that you continue to be heard and seen, not us of ourselves. That we continue to walk in the God kind of character all the days of our life. Jesus, continue to be our Lord and our personal Savior. Holy Spirit, continue to be the spirit of truth, our comfort, until Christ come back and receive us again. We give you this day, Father, because you've been given the power to command it. And we command this day to be a day of restoration and restitution of all things. We come against trouble, tragedy, disrespect, disruptions. Right now, we cast them down. We come against frustrations, mixed priorities. They be in order today and unto you. You prioritize our lives the way it's supposed to be by you being the head first. Our children is not our head. Our job is not our head. Ourselves are not our head. Our finances are not our head. You are the head. You are the vine. We are the branch. And we continue to flourish unto you. For we are connected to the vine. We need you. We're hungry for you. We're thirsty for you. And most importantly, we have you. There is no other. So as we continue our days, I pray that we continue to lift you up higher and higher. Continue to exalt your name. Because your name is above every name. Anything that's in our hearts that's troublesome, we cast that care over to you. Whether it's a disagreement with a friend or a family member or with anything or anyone. Let not our hearts be troubled. Continue to guide our hearts with the good and not try to guard our hearts from bad, but protecting it with good. Protecting it with the revelation. Protecting it with the word of God. Who we are as a child of God. Protecting that knowledge. For we embrace the wisdom. And we gain the understanding. On what it is for you to be the head. Over our lives. We be still in knowing. Who you are to us, that that will only be revealed in and through us, 
into others' lives. We will not exhort ourselves. We will not promote ourselves. Promote ourselves. We don't take no thought for ourselves. We put every thought and focus on you. I thank you for the insight. Thank you for the encounters. Thank you for the visions and the dreams, God. Last night you took me to Netherlands. But it's not the same Netherlands. You took me back in the ancient times in Netherlands when the Indians were there and they were worshiping you. Joining in a big circle and gathering back in a little hut and then opening the circle back up again. Just honoring your name. And you wanted me to see that in the dream. And you had me take pictures of that in the dream. And those pictures will always be a memory. We cannot just look at one specific race and count them all for for what one or two people do. We can't assume when we go to these nations that nobody worship God, that nobody praise God, or they all worship this false God. That's called an assumption. And God took me to the Netherlands with these Indians who were here first. And we've been taught that all Indians worship false gods in specific places and towns. You go to this town, they all worship false gods. And that's indeed a lie. It's a lie. was showing me how they began to worship him. Neverlands was a state where at the time it was a colony. It was built upon them worshiping God. Worshiping and praying unto God. I have to go, not have to, I was invited to go to South Carolina next month for a weekend to give a word from God and I'm not focused on people sometimes lack of knowledge because sometimes you could be asked invited to go places and they want you to do things how they want you to do it and say what they want you to say and dress how they want you to dress but I'm going to leave all that up to God and they ask me, every time I go somewhere and minister, they got to put my name on a program. What's your name? Do you have a title? I'm, my name is Quinesha. Just call me Quinesha. I don't, I don't focus on a title. I focus on the message. I've said that in Turkey. I've said that in Africa. I've said that in Zuri. I've said that many places I'm Quinesha call me by my name my anointing will speak for itself I just want to love on you lift up God's name and watch God move on our behalf because he so love us hallelujah and because of that level of humility 
Jesus opens up so many doors. God reminds me, I got this. Stand in a place of remembering that God got this. Far as your future, He got this. Because I was like, Father, you show me my kids. And you also show me me traveling. I'm not leaving my kids. God said, I got this. Let me do what I want. I said, you better get it. I don't play with my kids. God said, I know. I got this. Let me do this the way I want to do it. And I yield to his plan, his way. Because God already know me. He know you. And he knows also what's best though. Hallelujah. Certain places and environments are not built upon children to be there. Now God has sent me to places where I had cities and countries where it was all witchcraft. And God know I'm not going to bring my kids around nothing like that. I had to leave my son behind. <laughs> I was like, God, I don't want to leave my boy. <laughs> but he couldn't come. Not like that. Hallelujah. And he was taken care of every time. Every time. And I had explained to him, God may call me to go to different countries. But I could talk to you on the phone. We could FaceTime. I could send you messages. And I, le- I left all this for you to do and have fun. I'll be back in this matter of days. Let me tell you, son, what I'm going to do. I explained to that child. He was, at the time, he was a child, a kid. He's still a kid. I'm just saying, baby. I'm explaining to this baby. <laughs> Little boy. <laughs> What I'm going to do. And he began to cheer me on. Yes, go pray. Go help people. My mom's going to help people. Can I come? I said, oh. Not this time, son. And I explained to him why. Because you're too young. And a lot of things going on. And I have to stay focused and I'm not going to be able to focus and pray for people because I'm going to be so focused on making sure you okay but by you not being with me right now I can pray more and focus more on the people not more so on you I said okay I'm going to draw you a picture I said okay <laughs> and I was going to these places filled with voodoo oh my god one man was his leg outgrew outgrowing his body pretty much. He couldn't even lift it up off the ground. And as I began to pray for him, the swelling went down immediately. His, his foot was busting out the shoe. And I was, it was going down immediately. But God reminded me, it's okay, just pray. I was like, Jesus. He said, just pray. I said, my God, Lord. All that's going in my head. I'm like, God, help me. Help me, God, help him. Jesus. But you know, they never they didn't see all of that was going on the inside. And next thing you know, his foot was back to the size it was supposed to be. And his wife was so happy. She's like, yes, now you can go back to work. <laughs> now you go back to work, babe. <laughs> That's all she kept saying. You go back to work now. So I'm, I'm happy to be a help, you know. And it was just so amazing that uh, a lot of people knew I was coming there. And you could see them, you know, they had cups of blood and all kinds of just... Uh, so uh, evilish, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, they was chanting, and they was all looking at me with this mean look, like, 
what you coming to do to our town? You coming to destroy our works? And as I began to pray, sudden boldness came over me. I began to walk towards the homes where the people were coming out the doors. And the people that I came with, they was behind me. They was like, we ain't going over there. We're going to stay right here in this circle with all of us together. One word, we all run. Y'all be prepared to run. But I walked away from them and I began to walk towards the people and pray. It's like the level of love in me began to just take over my natural everything. My thoughts, my emotions. All I saw was the love of God in them. And I walked up close to some of them. They began to hug me and I hugged them back. And I had to hold back my tears so much. They become from being looking outside their windows. Then they start coming out closer and closer to join the service. And many of them gave their lives to Christ. And my African friends were like, my God, who are you? Not afraid. We would never done what you did. And they kind of felt a little ashamed because they were so distanced and they were afraid. And I was like, no, we are in this together. When I pray, you pray. I'm shepherd's arm. Thank you for inviting me to come here. Because of your invitation, look how God is moving. See, God used me to exalt them, to cause that shame and that fear to bow. Because you know, now they're out there by the homes. And then we had a keyboard. They said never worked for months, but they were led to bring it. And, and they said, by you being here, we just cut the on switch and it came on. They, was, they wanted me to know this haven't happened before. I was like, it's okay. Just, just keep it playing. Hallelujah. God gets all the glory, honor, and praise, man. These encounters I had in Turkey, the people were so welcoming, so loving to me in Turkey. And the food was amazing. I didn't have such a good encounter with Switzerland. And God said, I'm going to have you go back because I want you to have that good encounter. I don't want to put a bad taste in your mouth about any nation. Because it was like hundreds of people made it bad for the entire nation. Like they were being mean on purpose. We know English, but we want to still speak our language. And they supposed to have interpretations like hanging up at the airport because people from different countries coming. It was all in their language. I couldn't read their language. So when I went to a restaurant, I was like, well, let me just go to the basicest restaurant in the world. Because I, I, I can't read nothing. So I can read, I can see the M logo, that golden M, that golden arch. I knew McDonald's. So I said, let me go there then. So let me get a Big Mac meal, please. And when I opened up the sandwich, it had peaches in the bread. And the sesame seeds was the size of watermelon. I said, God, I just wanted something basic. God, what is this, Father? I don't want this. And so we got all kinds of cheese. I said, I like cheese, but not like that. <laughs> You're not going to stop me up out here. I'm trying to tell you. They said, we have all kinds of wine. I said, I don't drink wine. You have a sandwich, a, a, a ham and cheese sandwich? And I thank God. It was, a, it was one of the best ham and cheese sandwiches I had, but I had to pick the peaches out the bread. I said, God, I got peaches in everything, peaches in everything. Peaches in the bread, in the burgers. My God. It takes some getting used to. But I never said it in front of them. See, they they get the smile from me. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But inside I was like, mm-mm. And God said, I'm gonna change that mm-mm. So I want you to enjoy everything. I want you to adapt. Learn to adapt. I said, okay, Father, I'm gonna learn to adapt. And they were just some people just being so mean on purpose. It was like, um, 
my they, they didn't tell me that I, I excuse me they didn't tell me I had a um, ticket to get past all of these 500 people just to go in line and stand up the terminal my plane leaving a half an hour and I got like 500 people ahead of me and they didn't they didn't they could have said they did they chose not to say if you have a ticket you could go over here go straight up to the terminal I couldn't read to see, to see that so I'm standing in line and I see my plane go before me and I was like oh my goodness my plane just left oh my gosh and I went to the lady and I told her she said well the best thing you can do is spend a night here and do, the, do everything over in the morning I said babe I don't have that long I need something quickly quickly and she just kept being me well you better, might as well get a room so the best, way I'm gonna be, the best news I'm gonna give you and kept speaking her language she didn't want to speak English anymore so another lady came and she said, can I help you? I said, oh, you know English. She said, oh, we all know English. I said, thank you so much for choosing to speak it because I don't understand your language. I said, thank God so much for you. She said, I could book you a quicker flight. It's going to cost a little bit more. I knew they was trying to get over because it shouldn't cost nothing at all. <laughs> but I had to take that quicker flight. So I had to get, transfer my dollars into euros. I got that flight, but it was another eight hours before it came again. And my layover was in Turkey. And I was like, Jesus, no one around me in Switzerland spoke English. I don't understand anything. I can't read anything. God. So I just began to pray the whole time I was there. Then I went to Turkey and um, all they spoke is English. So welcoming. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? I begin to pray. And they, they, they level of honor towards God. I was like, Jesus. I met some Greeks. I was like, I'm about to fall on the floor. They level of honor. I was like, my God. Like, y'all blowing me away with this. And I was uh, uh Siri. Had an amazing encounter there also. And then in Africa, I was uh, went to Nairobi uh, Eldoret Airport, went to Kakamega, Namasada Village, Bogama Town. Oh, Jesus, straight village. And I just made them feel so welcoming to welcome me because they kept reminding me, I'm so sorry, we don't have any toilets, we don't have any sinks, no showers. I say, let me tell you, I'm happy to be here. I love you. Thank you for having me. And my level of honor made them feel so free to take their mind off of shame. You know, we're not here to compare. We're not here to compete. We're here to love and lift up the name of Jesus. Strongholds are coming down. Jesus be lifted high. And I mean, and one day I prayed in probably 22 churches. It's like an hour's worth of praying. Like it took a lot. I mean, when I was praising and preaching, I'm going to tell you something. They so hungry. I'm telling you, they prune you. I was so pruned. One point, I had to be held up to go back to my room. And the hotel staff, they were, they were, you know, they were asked to, instructed to make sure no one comes to my door, you know, to protect me, make sure everything's fine. And they always checked up on me. It rained so much, and these were no ordinary storms. These were like tropical storms. And I just thank God that you know I went twice and one month and two weeks you know I just thank God for him just taking me places and the thing is it's like it's so amazing that God took me these places by myself and I had presidents and, and um I 
I'm going to share one, um, one testimony. When I got to um, Eldorette Airport, my host wasn't able to come and meet me, but he wasn't able to tell me because of my layover that I had to get pushed back eight hours. So he couldn't come. He was there waiting, and I didn't show up. So he knew that something had to happen with my flight. So he went back home, and he couldn't come back again. And he, didn't, he wasn't able to tell me that. But he sent two other guys under his organization to come and get me. So when I got to the airport, I just see a poster with my name. I walked past the poster. I was like, I'm not going with them. I don't know who they are. Where's my host? And as I began to transfer my American dollars into shillings, God said, go back. Go with them. And I was like, okay, God. I went. I said, hey, I'm Quenisha. Who are you looking for? They said, we know who you are. We knew you while you walked past because you didn't know who we were. I said, how do you know who I am? They said, because we researched you to know who's coming with us. We want to make sure that you're safe to come with us. You know, to be with us. And we got to protect ourselves too. And I was like, okay. And I began to cheer, uh, stir myself up because I was like, I'm going with two strangers who I never met. And God just kept saying, go. I said, okay, God, I'm going. I'm here. No turning back from here. And one of them happened to be like a something under a president in Nairobi. And he took me to his mansion. And when I seen the gates, and they, they opened the gates to a mansion, I seen all the people that worked for him, the handmaids, the housemaids, and they began to take my luggage, and I sat down, his wife greeted me, his kids, they took my shoes off, they soaked my feet, they were just rubbing on my feet, and they was massaging my back, and you know, allowed me to change my clothes, they were fixing some food, and they said, would you like to have some chapati, ugali? I said, yeah. I don't mind. At this point, I was so hungry, I didn't care. I was like, yes, I'm chapati. I couldn't say it right, chapati. I, I had some chapati, dugali. I have all that. I don't even care. And it was so good. I was, And they want you to say more. You want more? Sure. Y'all so got the right one up in y'all house. I'm trying to tell you. Got the right one in this piece. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, some places I will be a little shy and be like, you know, I'm, I'm full. Whole time, like, you know, I don't do that no more, though. But I'm like, man, yeah, one was sure. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do want more. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, God, I like this. I like this type of treatment. <laughs> and God said, get used to it. It's going to become your lifestyle. And I said, okay, God. Um, then when I went there, my host, I finally went to Eldoret Airport and met my host. And I was like, why you leave me? I had to give him a little bit. Why you leave me? Him and his wife. Y'all left me. I had people come and get me. But I'm happy. I had fun. I was scared. You left me. It's like, I'm so sorry. so sorry. We never happened again. I was like, okay. Don't do that to me no more. Being a big baby. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, no, it's okay. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for everything, God. You know, it was supposed to happen. And when I got to the village, and the people that was, they already, they, I'm going to tell you something. They tell people when you're coming. Don't think you're going to a specific place, a, a country, and they're not going to tell the whole neighborhood, the whole nation that you're going to be there. Everybody know you're coming before you get there. And when I got there, oh my goodness, they was running up to me and everything. They was like, Mazugu, Mazugu, her body, her body. I was like, Missouri, Missouri. Asante Sana, Asante Sana. And I was like, wow, oh my God, I like this spot. I like this. But some places I didn't like that because I was like, they won't give me no space. I want a little bit of room. They was like so hugged up. I'm like, oh my God. I got my shoulders all hunched up. That's how tight they was hugging me. I was like, they just had hands in my hair and touching my arms and just, you know, smelling me. I'm like, oh my God, they smelling me, God. Jesus. 
Now that's one thing to look at somebody, but now you smell at me. I'm like, y'all, y'all smell like I'm a cave woman or something. I was like, Jesus, I said, God, I said, God, I don't really like this. And God says, you know, get ready for that type of lifestyle because people honor in different ways. I was like, Jesus. I was like, Jesus. I just wanted to share a couple of those testimonies with you. When God say go somewhere, go. Go, 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 go. When God say do something, do it. Even that president there in Nairobi said to me, I find you an extraordinary woman because even I wouldn't have went all the way here by myself. Even if God told me to, it would have been a challenge. I wouldn't even went. I would have been too afraid to go. But here you are coming all the way from America to pray and give a word from God by yourself? By yourself. And I was like, Jesus, I don't even look at it like that. I just obey what God say. I honor God so much. If he say do something, I'm going to do it. It takes some prayer, yeah, and some preparation, yeah. But I, it get done. And God is pulling me. It's another country. He wants me to come soon. What, December? Orange, green, and white. What country is that? What nation is that? Orange, green, and white. And it has a symbol in the middle of the flag. What is that symbol? Like a lion or something? I don't know what that is. But I'm going to look it up today. That's where you want me to go. I'm telling you guys, when God, oh God, God, we love you so much. Have your way. I just feel like this day is, I feel the blessing in this day. I feel the miracles in this day. I feel it. I feel it. I thank you guys for listening to the, the testimonies. There are more to come. And I will sit and listen to yours when the time come. I want to hear all about what God is doing in your life. I'm so interested. I'm so interested. God has... Here, I'm going to tell you something. He taught me how to be a great listener. I love to listen about everything about you. Even things that you think people don't care, I care so much for. Like when I go to these airports, these countries, and I see people in different, you know how they, they, they cultures and how they dress different and act different. Oh my God, I'm so in love with you all. I be want to go with every single one of you at the same time. Like I want to go with you this place. I want to go with you here. You know, and I just see you guys and I just pray for you. I said, we all from God. We're all from God. I done seen different forms of dressing and from different forms of praying, but it's all to the same God. I had a, a woman from uh, India, and she just kept looking at me. And I smiled at her. And she smiled back at me. I'm going to tell you, a smile goes a long way. I've been to a lot of countries to know that a lot of people I have encountered didn't like Americans. Because they felt as though we're too spoiled. We don't know what it's like to suffer. And I'm going to tell you something. I thank God that this country is built upon the land of the free. Because we don't have to suffer. And guess what? Neither do you. Because God's going to use you to come to this country and receive the resources and take back to your land to help and continue to pray even for your land. 
That that pride over your president break. That greed breaks. Because I've seen some presidents in some countries where they looking so amazing, looking so well put together. They're eating good and living good. And you got people coming to you with starvation. And you do nothing about it. And you can change the law. But you choose not to because you don't want to take from you. Greed. Presidents wear like 300 pounds. And you got people that's weighing over 30 pounds in your face and you steady eating. God has took me to some places, y'all. I done been in caves. Where they just chanting all day. Trying to get power. Not even knowing they already have power. And it's like some places where people don't want to go. Those are the ones that God sent me to. And I'm going to tell you something. I would be a liar if I said, don't oh, take some stirring up. Yes, it does. I'd be in my hotel room praying, baby. I'd be praying. I'd be like, Jesus, I'm going to go. But my God, look at their faces. Jesus, you can see the evil on them. They drinking blood, Lord. They drinking blood, Lord. Come on now. You want my Lord to go over there? Done. Done. They ain't drinking no blood no more. Then they know they covered by Christ's blood. I just thank God that he, I, I'm honest about it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't go through a challenge. We all do. And some people want you to feel like you got to go through so much to get where they are. Just so you can think that they went through some stuff. Man, Christ went through it all for us. Come on now. Come on now. I just thank God for the children in the world. I love kids. Kids been in my heart a lot. A lot, a lot. I love kids. Oh my goodness. God has taught me to love kids by having me work with them for over 15 years. And I mean young kids. I did with school, um, high school and junior high and elementary, but I've been with the younger child care kids for 13 out of the 15 to 16 years. And I love them. I love them so much. I've been with different kids all around the world. I learned so much about their culture. Like one child, I'll never forget her name, Orgy Kim. And her family is from Vietnam. I never touched the agent before. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. I see him a lot in the curry out. Hallelujah. But this little girl, she was an infant in my arms. And all I kept doing was rubbing my hands over her eyes. I was just so amazed by their eyes because, you know, they're so slanted. I said, oh my God, I get to touch her eyes. <laughs> and I was going to touch her eyes. I always did that to her till she was about five years old. I was touching her eyes. But I didn't know why see me do that. I'm like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> And the thing is, she loved when I do it. She just lay in my lap while I rub on her eyes. I just love that. And then um, I had a couple of Indians and I had some Pakistanians. I loved them and hugged them and just be like, wow, you're from Pakistan. Hi, little Pakistanian. You know, I just be like loving them so much, learning so much from them. I just love it all. I'm trying to, I love it all. I had some Russians and, oh, Jesus. Russians don't play. My God. I was like, man, I'm scared of you. Jesus, but not scared of you. 
Hallelujah. I had it all. We had kids from the islands and everywhere. And I just love it. I love it. Just meeting different people around the world. And I always made sure I sat the kids that was from different cultures together. And I just took a picture of all of them. Like, here are all of you. Reminded me of how God done all of this. Look at you and your generation. I begin to speak into these kids' lives and prophesy over their lives and pray over their lives and their family. You know, when they go back to their country to visit, that they're the blessing upon their land because a blessing upon their lives. And God had me do that. But I, each child, I would touch on them and just love. I'm very affectionate, so affectionate. And the kids love that affection. They love, love, love the affection. To the point they kept hugging on me like I, they wouldn't let me go. Like they hug on my leg and just and cry when I leave. And when they cry when I leave, I don't go anywhere. I go back. Because I used to have separation anxiety from my mom when I was a child. I know what that feel like. So when kids cry when their parents leave, oh, I comfort them so much. Oh, my God. Because I know what that feels like. Because they think they're never going to see their parent again. And they wonder why they're leaving them. They're confused. Like, why are you leaving me? And I want the child to know. I, I tell some of the parents, leave me with a picture or something of you so I can show them, you know, mommy comes and goes. Daddy always come and go. They always come back, you know. And I'm telling these kids, they're coming back. And they make me want to cry, you know, because I'm, I'm feeling your heart. Like, don't cry. Like, I'm about to cry. thinking about it. My God. <laughs> I'm like, don't cry. They're coming for you. You know, I try to make them have the best encounter with me. Like, you want to play with this? Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's draw mommy and daddy a picture. Take their mind off of it. And it's... Please excuse me. I didn't mute. Oh, my God. I hate when it happens. My God. But, um, because one time I was listening to my own recording and my phone went off. It scared the crap out of me. Because I had the light out. I was just, like, laying back listening to the phone. I was like, what the world? I, I jumped. I got scared. What the world? But, you know, um, please excuse that. Please excuse that. And I'll just, it's, it's my mother. I'm not the word. No, it's my mother. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. I just thank God for everything he's doing. I'm about to wrap it up a little bit because I'm, you know, get this day started, Jesus. But um, I just thank God for what he's doing in our lives. Um, he's moving. And, um. Continue to just know God is good. God is faithful. God is able. God is ready. God is willing. God is who we say he is. So enjoy this day knowing that God is who we say he is. Count it all joy. No matter what it looks like in a situation, count it all joy. If God did it for you the last time, you know he'll do it for you again. Hallelujah. I love you and I embrace you with the love of God. I kiss you with the lips of God. I love you so much. I said so much because I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. I'm very affectionate. Very. <laughs> very. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love you all so much. Continue to pray my strength in the Lord as I go out and travel. As I pray when you go out and do what God asks you to do. Hallelujah. God always keep telling me I got this. Because I'm going to tell you something. God has shown me kids, right? And I know I'm called the tribal. And I'm a little concerned about that because I'm like, God, my kids, you know, I care about kids. You know, my life, you know, I don't play when it comes to mothering. I do not. And God just keep reminding me, I got this. I know who you are. I place that within you to be who you are and to love what you do. 
Because some people, everyone got something that they really, really, you know, you care about everything. But that one thing, me is mothering. You know, I don't play when it comes to mothering. And I don't want to leave my kids and go to these countries to give a word. I don't, I don't want to leave them behind. And God said, I got this. I got this. Because I know a lot of places your kids cannot come. And I, I'm crying now thinking about me. And I don't want them to cry. And if they cry, I'm not going. But how many know God will be done? I can't just not do God's will. But I just, just pray in that area. Jesus, because I feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. I feel it so deep within. I'm like, Jesus, oh, God. I cry every time. I, my son, I thank God he never cried when I left. He never was a child to cry. I was that child that cried when my mom left. And I don't know what I would do if my child cried when I leave. I don't think I would go. I think I would just stay. Seriously, and God don't want me to do that because it's his will being done. But I just pray for that. Like, Jesus, that time is not here now. But I can feel it coming because I feel it in my heart. Like, usually God, like, when God used me to mention things that's not here yet, it's because he's preparing me for that. And that's why he's having me mention it now. Because he's preparing me for that. Because that's going to happen. And I got to get over myself. And know that my child is going to be fine. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I don't play when it comes to kids, man. I really don't. I don't at all. Especially like some, especially when it comes to girls. Like, they just get to me. I don't know. Like, I'm firm with the boys. I don't play with boys. I don't play with girls either. But if a little girl look at me and say, please, with them dog baby eyes, oh, my God. Don't look at me like that. And, and, my, and people look at me when I used to be, when I was teaching. Maybe I look at you all soft. And, you know, you Miss Strict Teacher, Miss uh, Cadet, Miss Drill Sergeant. Look at you all soft when it comes to the girls. And they'll tease me about it. I'm like, no, I'm not soft. And I look at her. She's getting her way. I'm like, no, she's not. Look at her. I'm like, oh, my God. She just did get her way. She did just get me, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and the boys too, boys too. God, some kids can get to me if they look at me a certain way. Don't look at me like that. Don't say it like that. Don't say please like that. My God. My God, I got to stay firm. I have to teach you. I have to teach you. Don't con me. Hallelujah. Don't con me. And I just thank God that my son never done any of that stuff. He never did. I don't know if he did to other teachers. They didn't tell me, but, you know, he didn't do it to me. But I just thank God of my love of affection. See, when God used me to mention things like this, that means he's preparing. Because God knows it's going to take some preparing now for the, to that time for me to, you know, get over how I'm feeling right now. Because I never said no to anything God asked me to do. And when it comes to my child, and if they say, don't go, and they're crying... Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. <laughs> I can't have my child cry. I can't have my child cry at all about me leaving. But I can explain that I'm always coming back. Because some places you can't bring your kids. You cannot. I mean, just for safety reasons. Like, I wanted to bring my son with me to Africa. But he just couldn't come because of the, um, for one, the, the needles. He was too young to embrace that vaccine. You know, and, um. A lot of reasons. The atmosphere, the climate, a lot of things can, you know, the adaptation, it might not settle good with him. And God don't want us to be distracted by, you know, our worrying about our children or thinking about our kids, their well-being while we're there until he just wants to have one focus, and that's just the release for these coming to use you to do. And God knows sometimes our kids can be our distraction 
not purposely because you're there to, you know, shelter them. And, you know, God just want me to stay focused in some of these places. And he will have me bring my kids to some places and some places he will not. But I'm thinking about the places that he will not. And I'm like, Jesus, I got to leave my kids. <laughs> so for me to feel that way, he's preparing me not to feel that way now, ahead of time. So God is teaching me how to deal with that now before it comes. Because I don't play when it comes to anything that I push out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. Uh, I took it very seriously. <laughs> I want them parents that take mothering very seriously, but at the same time, I don't do too much. I'm not one of those parents that do too much. And God revealed to me, you were becoming to be like that, and I'm preparing you now not to do too much with the next child. And I was, I showed them, I shared with you guys the dream. God was like, do not be like that. That dream, I was terrible with the next child. I was so terrible. I wouldn't let nobody come near my child, touch my child. I was nice. I was being nice that you touch, but, you know, I grabbed my child back and I let my child really go nowhere. I was sheltering my child so much, so much. And God was like, do not be like that. And I was like, no, I would not be like that, Father. And the man of God was so patient with me. Like, I understand why you like that. I, I enjoy that you care that much, but, um, if it get any worse than this, I'm about to say something. I can sense that his, I was reaching his limits. He's, he's about to say something. And then I woke up. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I thank God that I'm not going to be like that. Because God showed me not to be like that. No, don't be like that. Now, you do have boundaries for, you know, your kids. But come on now. Don't be ridiculous with it. You know, hallelujah. So I just thank God that I won't be like that. Like, God will give you a warning, especially about yourself. Don't do that. God was telling me, do not be like that with your kid. Do not. Do not. And I was like, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't. I was, ooh, I was a pain in the butt. I was a pain in the butt, y'all. Jesus, I would not be like that. And I pray no one else be like that. I pray you don't be like that. Hallelujah. Well, thank you guys for listening this morning. God has taken us so many places. God, I can feel. That's why I'm feeling this. He's preparing me. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. More kids. Not even just that. Even though that's down the road, he's preparing me because he know how I feel about kids, my kids. Oh, God. And then he called me to travel. And some person be like, bye. See you later. All right, take care of my baby. I see you. I love you. See you. I'm not like that. I'm like, oh, I got to leave my child. No. <laughs> I'm like that. Like, I can't say no to God. I won't say no to God. But I have to really, I'm going to really spend time explaining that I'm coming back. I'm not leaving you. Jesus. It's making me cry thinking about it. Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus. The things that God prepare us for, I'm trying to tell you, it must be that serious for God to prepare me now, and that's down the line. You know what I'm saying? He, <laughs> God must know. You got to get prepared now for this, because I already know how you are. You know, that sort of thing, but God, I thank you for it. How about this? Your will be done. Just allow me to get better at this. Allow me to get better. Cause I, you know, I don't like leaving my I don't like leaving my son now. You know, but I do, he's old enough now, but I'm just saying, I don't nah man. Jesus. I never knew how much of mothering I take seriously. I'm telling you, I, I never knew that, y'all. I, I just was just doing. God is showing me how much I honor and how serious I take being a mother. I'm like, I didn't even look at all that. 
now that I'm experiencing it, I see now because how I'm, how I'm feeling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. I don't take mothering lightly at all. No, I don't. But I do have my moments where I'm like, see you later. But you know, but it's like, as soon as I say that, I'm like, no, come back. <laughs> you know, I didn't mean it. <laughs> you know, some parents still like, girl, bye. <laughs> Let me get that break. And we all can use a break. I know that. But, you know, Jesus, just help me, Lord. Hallelujah. Continue to prepare me for that time. Hallelujah. I know it got to be something that God prepare me now for that down the line. You know, he, God don't usually do that <laughs> to me. He prepared me when it's right time for it to happen. You know, this time he prepared me this down the line. It's like, that must be that serious. Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I thank God for what he's preparing you for. Hallelujah. I love you so much. Enjoy this day. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. I love you. Enjoy everything God is doing. Enjoy everything. Father, I see all these strawberries. Enjoy. Enjoy. I love you.